Get in, losers. We're going camping. Coming, Daddy. I brought my hairspray, just like you said. I said bear spray, you fat shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Five years ago, he got a book to hold my private thoughts. And now we're gonna take a peek. Grab a drink or smoke some pot. Your private thoughts read aloud. How does that make you feel? I don't remember what I wrote. This shit might get too real. Nothing here is sacred. I'm haunted by my past. It's called my best friend's journal. Let's start this damn podcast. Let's sing this theme a little longer first. It's someone's favorite podcast. Yes, and the world's greatest podcast. Oprah's favorite podcast. Are you ready? Are we recording? Yeah. We are recording. This is the second ever episode of MBFJ on the Road. Welcome to my best friend's journal on the road. I'm Cam. And I'm Mike. And who else is here? <gasps> Hello. I'm Kick. <laughs> Kick, uh, uh, who is a distant relative of Kermit the Frog. <laughs> we have those impressions in common, me and Kick. Try to do voices, turn straight into a Muppet. So as we threatened to do earlier in the summer, we are on the road with a packed car, packed colons, <laughs> And a uh, heart full of dreams. Fact, fact pudge is what I tried to say. Fact, <laughs> fact pudge. Episode title, fact pudge. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, we're on our way to go camping. We're going to rough it. Mike is going to sleep in nature and have stinky balls for four whole days. Nothing new. Um, <laughs> except for the sleeping in nature part. Mm-hmm. I have stinky balls is what I'm saying. Um, we are going to start in Wyoming. We're going to we're Jackson's currently. Hole. And, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, care to weigh in on the hole? Um, I hope it's big. I hope it's uh, accessible. And I hope you have a good time, you know? Yeah. I've never had a bad time in a hole. Preparation H feels good on the hole. <laughs> okay. Um, so we're starting in Wyoming and then working our way up to Montana. Two new states for me. One new state for me. Two for me, too. I've seen Montana, but I have not seen Wyoming and I've not seen Colorado until yesterday. And how was it? It was beautiful. Oh, beautiful Colorado. Lots of trees. Colorful Colorado, Colorful, like the license plates say. Pretty altitude <laughs> Altitudinous. Altitude-y, because we are all farting. <laughs> You're a child. <laughs> I am. No, we. it's like a travel thing. We all, I think, can agree. When we travel, our poop schedule gets messed up, and now mm-hmm. we're camping, and the stakes are high, because like, we don't want to poop in a hole in the ground if we don't have to, you know? <laughs> we do not have that in common. I can't wait to dig a hole for you to poop in. Are you going to dig it for me? No, 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 no. <laughs> you start digging, and I'll start pooping at the same time. It'll be a race. <laughs> a race for the... For the, uh, the crown. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, that's crowning. good. Yeah. Um, oh, no. Anyway, we are doing a couple national parks. What are we doing, Cam? We are heading to Grand Tetons first, and then we're heading up to Yellowstone, and then Glacier Glacier in Montana. Oh, so so exotic, uh, <laughs> French. <laughs> <laughs> so Kick is an honorary gay for the week, uh, which is very fun for us, and Kick's a good sport about it. I'm pretty sure that every person that interacts with the three of us is going to assume he's gay because he's associating with us. Because he's flanked by two clutch purses walking into every, <laughs> every establishment. Yeah, they're either going to think that we're a thruple or that he's with one of us. Who do you think they think is single? Mike. I don't know. We had lunch yesterday and I sat next to Cam and so 
I was Cameron's boyfriend yesterday. Well, I was fingering Cam under the table, so I think we were giving mixed, mixed messages. <laughs> okay, so yesterday we landed on Thrupple. We'll see where we net out tonight. But the fun part is uh, Kick is already picking up on some of the gay isms, and he, he really is just taking on that herd mentality. <laughs> Mob mentality. In the interest of um, stuffed Collins, you gave me some, what, tabs? Some prep? <laughs> <laughs> Um, he so, did, he, we did lines of prep last night just to get Kick in the gay spirit. So Kick, um, not quite prep, but close enough. I think we're, we're teetering on the edge of a gayest moment, so I say we just go ahead and dive in. And as the guest, Kick, uh, why don't you start us off with your gayest moment of the week? Gay, 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 gay. So he said he took prep, but what did you actually mean, Kick? <laughs> I don't know. You gave it to me. It was like a, a colon cleanser. That's not what prep say. is, but we I can know, get into I know. that later. I know. <laughs> I know things. Um, so we all were talking about our, you know, our poop problems mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> travel we, days. And so Cam brought out his pure for men, because fiber is good for this situation, and uh-huh. he gave. <laughs> Give Kick some pure, not <laughs> Which, to be confused with prep. <laughs> so pure for men, for those listeners who might not know. Or didn't listen to episode like 30 or something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, give them We've the recap. we talked about this before. <laughs> um, it's a fiber supplement specifically marketed towards gay men. It's not that different from other fiber supplements. Uh, but this one, very explicitly in their marketing, they're like, take this pill and you can bottom without any worries. Um, <laughs> it says take this pill and rinse off, which I have a problem <laughs> <it> with. Says, <laughs> the instructions on the back say, take it twice daily, rinse off. Have fun with confidence is what it says. Rinse off is like a little it's like a little spritz on your hole. That's not gonna help anybody, but that's not what we're here for. Take this twice a day. Fire hydrant, your dirty asshole. <laughs> so we were saying, I, I just kind of imagined as soon as Kick took Pure for Men, it kind of is uh, a gay drug. It made him <laughs> a gay drug. It turned him gay. Kick, do you feel gayer having taken gay fiber? Hmm, not yet, but you told me it would take 24 hours to to expel to expel poop, so I'm waiting for that moment, which is roughly around 8 p.m. Uh-huh. That poop's gonna be glittery. 8 p.m. rolls around. He's got a mesh crop top on. <laughs> Daisy Dukes. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! That reminds me of my gayest moment. My turn. Oh, perfect. <laughs> mesh crop tops. Okay, so I promise this all uh, relates. Two nights ago, three nights ago, I don't know. A few nights ago, I went to probably the gayest party of my entire life. It was at a gay bar. It was a roller skating party, and it was Shit's Creek themed, and everyone was encouraged to wear wigs. And let me just tell you, there's pretty much nothing gayer than a bunch of uh, queens and like roller derby lesbians wearing <laughs> wigs. And uh, like, you're usually pretty hesitant to wear a wig. Was that okay for you? <laughs> I, I got through my hangups and yeah, I know and it put makes you on. nervous and uncomfortable. Uh, actually, I didn't even wear it into the party. I left it in the car. Um, it was way too hot. Oh. It was we. You didn't tell me that. Yeah, I'm disappointed. Well, put the wig on, and then, well, okay, first of all, my friend Kendall was with me. We got wigged up, got ready, (laughs) and we get there, and, like, pretty much everyone outside was, like, not, like, in line for this party, was, like, not really wearing any wigs, and we were already so hot, and I was like, I'm going to go get sweaty. I've never put on regular skates before. I can't be messing with this fucking wig in my face the whole time. So I de-wigged, and she was like, fuck you. You're not wearing a wig. So this girl, I, I was so baffled. 
I was like, you're ne never going to be able to salvage your hair. It's in a wig cap. She goes, give me a second. I literally, five seconds later, I turned around. She looked club ready. No wig. She had twisted wow. her hair back to put it under the wig cap, and she took it out and just kind of shook her head, and it was like beautiful curls. That's the kind of shit <laughs> I don't believe when I see it in a sitcom, you know? I thought maybe we would have to go, like, to the bathroom and zhuzh, but no, she was she was ready. Anyway. Z-H-U-Z-H. Zhuzh. Nailed it. Um, so... Apparently, this party happens like once every month or two where they turn this entire gay bar into a roller disco. It was crazy, but the gayest part of this whole night, I was standing on the edge of the rink drinking a drink uh, with my friends, and I look up, and there was one queen. There's always the one queen. She was like 23, like wearing hot pants and a, literally a mesh crop top. The gayest gay you ever did see. Just like. By she, you do mean. Uh, I, I a do boy. mean he. He. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, this young twink was just out it's there PYT? living. No. <laughs> just YT. Um, <laughs> he had, oh, harsh. He, he had Is that a, what you call me? <laughs> no, I'm an OT. <laughs> um, U-O-T. Um, so I... Uh, I <laughs> took me a second. He just called me ugly, kick. I know. Defend me. You look ravishing Aww. anyway i digress i'm sorry to interrupt that's okay so this yt he is just like skating around feeling his oats he has a fan like a you know a big drag queen fan and he was uh flapping it all over the place and work bitch by britney spears comes on and he i'm unfamiliar absolutely starts flailing on the dance floor just living his life dancing so hard to britney and he turns the corner he's skating directly towards us towards me and kendall he had gotten into the habit of giving kendall a high five everyone every time we went by because she's very friendly with the gays he's reminding um, me of um what's his name oh how can we forget oh god he was in san francisco he uh what was his awful name this guy that i made out with at the bar who oh, was it oh kagan kagan yes he was a total kagan, he was except, a kagan. except he was like kagan. way like more flamboyant than kagan okay he uh i mean we're talking pink hot pants and a mesh crop top and a fan got it and he so anyway he's going hard for britney he makes eye contact with kendall and i as he skates towards us and he goes to flack his fan in beat with the music accidentally throws the fan on the ground <laughs> skates over it and falls on his face <laughs> It was the most shocking gay accident I've ever seen in my entire life. And real insult to injury, salt in the wound. He couldn't get up. Like, he was like a baby giraffe with his roller skates. <laughs> he was, like, chasing his fan around on this very crowded roller rink on his hands and knees and trying to stand up unsuccessfully. It was the biggest train wreck I've ever, ever seen. And I was crying laughing. I mean, he, I knew he was fine, and he had no shame. I mean, he didn't even seem embarrassed. He just wanted to skate. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. I, like, truly, I would have paid to see that. That <laughs> The fact that he was making eye contact, too, with you, and he was like, hey, uh -huh. look what I'm going to do. And you're like, oh, I see uh -huh. what you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> truly, wow. truly remarkable. So, yeah, that was a, a gay-ass night. That's one of the best gayest moments I've heard in a long time, other than uh, Kit getting on prep for anal. <laughs> <laughs> Just for this one week. <laughs> um, man, man, your wife's going to be really confused when she listens to this episode. Yeah, she gets it. She understands. <laughs> hey, Mick, we miss you. Oh. Um, Okay, so my turn, uh, not as good as, as these two, so uh, I'll just give it my best go. It's Weibo involved, though, and we love a Weibo story. Oh, we do love a Weibo story. Hola, so, Weibo. Hola, Weibo. She listens, avid, avid listener. Um, <laughs> can you imagine? My, we had a little like mini family reunion last weekend, and my aunt was up, my mom's sister. Who Your I, aunt was up? Your mom's sister? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Elbow deep, both fists. <laughs> 
Yeah, you I said it. I mean, uh. you, you, you gave it to me. That's okay. I want to do a little flashback. A couple episodes ago, maybe three at this point, you said, we're talking about love languages, and you asked how my mom received love and you said it so slowly and purposefully that like obviously I had no choice but I have to take the blame because the dirty words came out of my mouth but oh. you went how does your mom receive love uh, you know you left me no choice I anyway. was with my entire family when that episode came out and my brother-in-law came in from his Thursday run on which he always listens to MBFJ and in the kitchen very loudly was like uh, had to stop running for a second when you talked about how Mike's mom received love and I was like shut up shut up shut up my mother-in-law I was like don't ask <laughs> I'm not saying anal before breakfast I love that your mother-in-law can't hear the things I say about my mom that in a podcast she listens to anyway my aunt my mother's sister was up from Florida to visit my mom and her mom Weibo haven't seen her I don't think she's been to visit her family in 15 years so it's been a very long time don't really keep in touch but there's no like bad blood or rift or anything it was just you know lives in florida has a life sure Anywho, which by the way says a lot about her as a person but we don't have to go there that she's been in florida for 15 years that she lives in florida at all it does say a lot about her actually it is really defining so okay. take that for <laughs> take that as you will i will um so we're all hanging out Weibo, this aunt and myself, and the aunt is asking me if I'm like dating people and whatever. And in the conversation, she was like, and by the way, do you do you like boys or girls? And I was like, first of all, I can't believe we're dealing with this. I'm like 49 and and I'm like, I feel like this has been done. Um, but I realized I haven't seen her in so long and we don't talk. So I was like, oh, well, men... <laughs> Because C, none of the above. Because uh, boys is not. She, you get it. Um, and uh, speak grown ups about this. Yeah, the, she was like, "Oh, okay." Um, and without missing a beat, Weibo is like, "Boys, duh! Look at this fat." <laughs> she did not. She did not say, "Look at this fat." But again, I mean, that was the attitude. Um, the again, she brings up Ricky Martin. It's like her go-to homo to compare of me to. Of course it is. But. The funny part is that my aunt brought up Ricky Martin first, and Weibo was like, exactly! <laughs> like, runs in the family. I'm like, oh, what is shit. it about? There's plenty of gay people, and I just, I don't know. I guess but he speaks to our culture. Pop culture icon. <laughs> yeah. Really probably one of the most famous people in, like, their, you know, like, worldview that ever came out. So. Truly. Um, so, anyway, <sighs> my gayest woman is Weibo calling me a f***. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> All right, well, gayest moments are out of the way, and I think that's enough for this segment. We're going to do this a little bit more throughout this uh, throughout this trip, and we don't need this to be a 14-hour episode. Capiche? We'll be back with you at some point, surely with more gayest moments, and hopefully with some more stories from the road. Kick, any last comments for the folks before they hear from you again in uh, what will turn out to be like 10 seconds? I uh, don't know, but stay tuned for some uh, promising gayest moments coming up <laughs> for me. Next up, Kick tries anal. <laughs> On the road again. Places that I've never been Seeing things that I may never see again I can't wait to get on the road again On the road again And we're live. Welcome back to Us Boys on the Road Again. Uh, We are still in Wyoming. It's a vast state. And we've had a, a lovely couple of days. You've been enjoying yourself, boys? Absolutely. How about you, Kick? Absolutely. Kick's driving while we record, uh, and we are driving through, like Mike said, uh, the beautiful state of Wyoming. We are between Grand Tetons National Park and Yellowstone National Park. 
yesterday we had the most gorgeous hike and I won't bore you with it because it's not nearly as exciting to hear about it as it is to do <laughs> but I will tell you we saw a moose and then most of us saw two shooting stars <laughs> the odd man out was one Mr. Kick Brown. Yes, I didn't see them. I was too busy explaining science to Mike. He wasn't listening. <laughs> I was and observing science. Observing science. And then, oh no, I was talking about satellites, which I know nothing about. So I was <laughs> just mansplaining to you. <laughs> and then you guys both saw a shooting star, and then I was jealous. And then I kept talking to you, and then you saw another one. So I lost out on all accounts. I go, we just saw two. Kick goes, no, we didn't. <laughs> Oh, poor Kick. He was just having a conversation while we stared into the into the great beyond. We may have had a little weed. Uh, we had some weed soda, which normally isn't great, but this brand was lovely. It was the perfect amount. It was delicious. Um, What's it called? Queef? Uh, oh. uh, Queef without the W. Okay. Uh, we, before we got to the national parks, had a lovely evening in Jackson's Hole. and um, <laughs> just, just the one. <laughs> yeah, no, it is the one, but it's possessive. Jackson's uh, uh, Hole. Uh, 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 uh. Um we uh, did some mini golf. We stole mini golf. Oh, yeah. Well, we tried to pay for it, and it was closed. So a lovely family was like, we have some uh, putters. Would you like to use ours? And we said, sure. So we got the whole course to ourselves. Whole, whole. H-O-L-E. Mm-hmm. Course to ourselves. We drank beers. So, you know, it was just like a, a day on the on the links with the boys. Mini golf. Um, and the stakes were high. What happened? So we played a couple of holes. It's going well. Me and Cameron uh, uh, neck and neck, and Mike's doing well. And then I think it was me who says, let's make some steaks. Let's bet some stuff. And so our hotel room had two beds, two nice queens. Two nice queens. Next podcast. Keep going. And so I was like, hmm, why don't we bet for the single bed and then the two losers have to share a bed? And things got ugly because Mike and Kick both got very good very quickly. I I knew that I was going to share a bed with one of these losers. And in fact, I did. And I said on hole 17, when it looked like I might lose, okay, the two losers have to fuck. Um, (laughs) And we did. No, Um, no, no. No, we didn't. But Cam and I ended up sharing a bed. But pissed that we lost, we raised the stakes for our next game, which was who could get out of the maze that was next to the uh, mini golf fastest. So this was a weird little like local ski resort right in town in Jackson, Wyoming. And, uh, they have like all these summer activities. So there was mini golf and there was like a, a maze that had all these obstacles inside it that was also closed, but the gate was open. We were like, well, fuck it. Like we're, there's no chance we're not doing the maze. So we decided to do it Harry Potter style where, you know, the, the person with the most points gets to go in first. We had this whole plan and then a, an employee started to approach us from afar. We got nervous and we just ran in. Turns out it wasn't an employee, but an old lady going for a walk. <laughs> I I have problems with, with old white ladies as authority figures. I, I kowtow to them very quickly. It's okay. It encouraged us to just run in. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great. Cam and I got up first, kick lost, and the stakes of that game were mm-hmm. that at some point on this trip, to be decided by the two winners, the loser has to uh, streak. Mm-hmm. So... At some point in nature, hopefully with moose around, uh, we will get kicked to, to, you know, flop about. <laughs> we did agree that he could cup, um, but uh, yeah, we're, we're going to make him run naked through the woods somewhere. So more on that later. It is with deep regret that I must inform you, we never made kick streak. But kick, if you're listening, you are not absolved. I don't know when and I don't know where, but one day we will hold you to your commitment. So, that's going to be it for now, I think. We are heading into Yellowstone, trying mm-hmm. to see Old Faithful erupt. We're going to go watch Nature Bust. Cute. Um, <laughs> and we'll be back with you for some more road updates. 
Catch a falling star and put it in your pocket Never let it fade away Catch a falling star and put it in your pocket Save it for a rainy day Hello boys and welcome back Welcome for the listener It's been 10 seconds for us It's been a jam-packed, what, day? 48 hours? That must have been yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday we were just approaching Old Faithful, if memory serves. And what happened in Old Faithful? Ooh, she busted. She busted all over. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but honestly, glorious. It was, Mm. I'm surprised how astounded I've been by the beauty Mm. of this part of America. Truly so old and so faithful. Um, So Yellowstone was Gorgina, Gorgina Falange. Oh, by the way, we've decided (laughs) that if we're ever a drag duo, our names are... PB Buffet and Gorgina Falange. Absolutely. The, it's going to be all Lisa Kudrow themed. Yeah, the only, the premier Lisa Kudrow <laughs> drag act of the Northwest. <laughs> the Northwest? Where are we living in this fantasy? Where are we now? Is this the Northwest? Mm, we're in the West. We're Immaterial. solidly in the West. Anyway, uh, next up is Glacier National Park. So we are in the middle of Bumfuck Montana. Oh, speaking of Bumfuck, kick. <laughs> You had a gayest moment, and I would love if you'd tell the people what happened. Oh, hi, fellas. I'm still here, by the way. Um, I'm driving. I'm the driving bitch. Um, yeah, I had a good old time yesterday when we took a boat out on the lake, and Cam drove the boat so rigorously that my little old ass in the front of the boat got a good steaming for a good hour. Are you saying that your tiny butthole is not so tiny anymore? <laughs> it's expanded. It's expanded to receive whatever it needed to receive. Um, listen, it was a choppy day on the lake. Someone and had to drive the boat. It was not my fault. I have not been so scared since last time we were on a road trip and we went into the median. <laughs> <laughs> both times I was driving and both times you got where you were going safely, so fuck off. Yeah, I guess all's well that ends well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were on a choppy lake. What did you want me to do? Dri- drive gently? No, it just some of the turns, man. We were we were staring at that water. I thought we were going overboard like Jack and Rose. I would I would like it to be known that I wasn't turning. We were getting broadsided by swells, and it was a flat bottom boat, so you there was going to be some lateral movement. You did do some turns as well. Um, it was uh, exhilarating, I will say. I enjoyed doing it. I'm glad we did. That was on what Yellowstone Lake? Yeah. And if we didn't turn, we would still be going in one direction. No, but we didn't need to turn at the velocity we were going. He's like, all right, 60 miles an hour is a good time to take a hard left. <laughs> Kick. Settle this for us. It was choppy. I saw real fear in Mike's eyes. It was great. I'm shocked I didn't see fear in Kick's eyes because he went like 15 feet in the air and slammed back down in his tiny little butthole. Truly the drama. The drama, my people. Anyway, uh, we got to explore a little more of the park on the way out this morning. Saw a lot of buffalo. So much buffalo. Um, And a couple elk. All the wildlife. Uh, So much wildlife. My personal highlight of the trip has been, however, the pika that we saw in Grand Tetons on a hike. Y'all know what a pika is? That tiny little rodent-looking thing? Yeah, it looks like a little hamster, but fatter. So cute. I wonder if Pikachu the character is based on Pika the rodent. I truly believe it must be. He was also carrying a little twig. We also had kind of a magic moment last night. Um, It was was a real touch-and-go situation because we hadn't... Uh, experimented with your tent in rain yet Um, and a heavy thunderstorm poured over mm -hmm. good news the tent works Um, and better news it was really lovely to have the um, you know ambiance of a thunderstorm while we went to sleep yeah I was coming down for some edibles so it felt pretty intense Um, but it was also it was gorgeous it was one of those where the lightning was so bright with your eyes closed you could still see the tent light up completely it was uh, it was a lot all right, well, that's the update from the road. We've played dominoes, looked at animals, gone on hikes, and uh, made lots of gay jokes. Oh, and took, 
took Kick's virginity. Um, <laughs> Kick also really badly wanted to see an otter earlier, um, but unfortunately, <laughs> all there were were twinks. So, <laughs> just a herd of twinks <laughs> caught in the wild bathing, <laughs> splashing about. <laughs> we haven't seen a bear yet either. Uh-uh. Neither. Oh, otters and bears and twinks. Oh my. We haven't seen uh, a human bear or a bear bear, and uh, we're excited to let you know if we do. But in the meantime, um, I'll let you back to listening to the rest of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) In the meantime, here's some interstitial music. Hello, we're back. Welcome back back again <laughs> we are driving out of bozeman no no to bozeman montana from glacier national park where we saw a bear <gasps> we saw three bears we did it we was s- on our bucket list it was a mama bear and two babies and the babies were way up in a fucking tree we were pulled over on our way out of a hike in glacier national park and some delightful woman from argentina brazil d- Dale. Uh, I'm sorry, I have a, an affinity for Argentinians. Yeah, you like to let them wreck that pussy. Okay. Um, <laughs> so back to this woman from Brazil. Um, she had binoculars and was like, guys, come look, bear. And we saw a little bit. She let us use her binoculars. We probably got conjunctivitis, but it was worth it. She let us use her binoculars more than she used them. And she was just happy to. She's like, oh, look, look. Yeah. And then we were like, oh, great. We saw it. And we started to walk away. And she screams back after us. She's like, wait, the mother. <laughs> And so we went back down to, to look at the mama bear. Um, her theory was that the mom wanted some alone time, so she sent her cubs up a tree, which seems far-fetched, but also, <laughs> God bless. I I believe we saw the bears at the perfect distance. I wanted to see a bear, but I did not want to run into one on the trail like we did mm-hmm. with the bison and the deer, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, yeah, it was really fabulous. So that was fun. Glacier National Park is a national treasure. My God, it's remarkable. Oh my God, and Montana's the treasure state, right? Oh, it is. And we found our treasure indeed, didn't we, boys? We sure did. And we stayed at a delightful little, like, the quote-unquote resort campground, um, which was a nice way to relax after our, um, uh, I don't want to say treacherous hike, but it was a. It was, it was slightly uh, treacherous. We were on a. Treacherous. We were on a ridge above a sheer drop for quite a while, holding onto a rope, uh, trying not to fall into the road below. So that wasn't my favorite way to start a day, but hey, we got through it and it was beautiful. The mountains in the background were kind of doing that thing. It looked like a like a fisheye lens to me. I don't know if it was the altitude or what, but I like started to see it. It looked like a. I think you're describing vertigo. Maybe it was vertigo. Uh-huh. But Standing on a ledge, watching, looking at something, like having a, I don't know, something playing with your like perception and equilibrium. But it, I didn't feel like nauseous or anything. It just was when I looked at that specific spot that mm-hmm. it looked kind of, um, I don't know, funky. But anyway, it was gorgeous. And we went at the crack of dawn. <laughs> gorgeous, because it was above a gorge. Oh, yeah, it was gorgeous. We went at the crack of dawn because of um, that sweet little homeschooled Mennonite who gave us the secret okay. to getting into the park. There's a lot there. Um, <laughs> first of all, our drive from Wyoming to Montana was marred by controversy and peril um, due to the fact that as we were doing a little research about entering Glacier, we realized that the number one thing you're supposed to do is drive the going to the sun road and it goes from the west entrance to the east entrance across the park it's one of the most scenic drives in america we were so excited to do it and then there's a little tiny note on the government (laughs) website that said entry tickets required it's free costs two dollar processing fee uh but you have to have a timed entry ticket because this road has been so busy and we were like oh man let's buy that ticket 
Oh, no. No, they're not available the day before. You have to do it weeks before. And we bought our entry to the park, but we didn't have our entry to the one road that goes across the whole park. So very frustrating. We were like, did we just drive nine hours to the top of the country to not be able to see anything we want to see in this national park? Cam was deep breathing. I don't I don't see that deep breathing a lot. Actually, the last time I saw it was on our road trip when we went to that, we went specifically out of our way to that vegan restaurant to get that Nashville hot chicken. Uh-huh. And they closed like one minute before we got there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hangry Cam does a lot of deep breathing. <laughs> so as not to act, as my mom would say, ugly. So we tried calling. There was no help to be to be found uh, and we finally get to the campground and we just went right to the general store of the visitor center and asked the sweet little Mennonite lady. Okay, she um, was giving <laughs> really strong homeschool vibes, but there was nothing Mennonite about her. No hair covering, no skirt. She no, was she had just a skirt. like she did have the skirt, but did you're she right. have a skirt? I don't think she was Mennonite, okay. but it just you said it once and mm. it really stuck. I was like, Yeah, that she, feels right. <laughs> she was like a, a sweet, plain faced girl from the middle of Montana that was absolutely raised around more chickens than humans. That's just like couldn't couldn't be clearer to me. She, uh, we were like, hey, listen, we're real, we're really worried. We, we came all this way and all we want to do is go see these things in the park. She was like, yeah, you can just go in before six. There's no entry fee or uh, reservation required. And we were like, oh, yes. She was like, but you have to, you have to get up before six. So I don't know if you want to do that or not. We were, <laughs> we're like, like <laughs> lady, we didn't come here for our health. We're yeah. getting into the damn park. So we did. It was actually perfect timing. I would recommend anyone going to go at that time because you get to watch the sunrise and it mm-hmm. was, uh, pretty stunting it was it was spectacular spectacular um so yeah really good time in glacier uh really recommend it uh even the vaguely religious campsite we stayed at was gorgeous Um, yeah there's no like there was no religious affinity but everyone there seemed a little i don't know off in that like mm -hmm. raised very religious kind of like camp sort of way you know what i mean my theory is is that this campsite because it's in montana and it's only open during camping season my theory is is that they hire a lot of seasonal help from probably like a local university or like maybe through a church group or something because all these kids look like they were like college age but on their collective lunch break they were like sitting together like playing bongos and singing songs the fucking bongos like non-stop bongos get a get a Mm -hmm. shitty acoustic guitar at least (laughs) even a ukulele i think bongo is the bottom of the barrel there was two sets of bongos and they were they were going at it and they were really enjoying themselves (laughs) so at least there's that um some shit just landed right right uh, in front of me it looks real gross i'm pretty sure that's a dead bug oh wow dim's bug guts it really separated well (laughs) (laughs) hey it's one of my dad's favorite jokes what's the last thing that went through the fly's mind before it hit the windshield what it's butt <laughs> hey, we listened to a podcast this morning about butts and about how the anus and the mouth may have once been the same thing mm-hmm. and may have um, developed. When we were very from simple the organisms, they, we were a, we were a single whole organism. They serve so, the same purpose for me still. <laughs> he just shoves a sandwich up there. <laughs> anyway, before we move on, kick. We've been just we've been just on a tear back and forth. Anything you want to add? Not really, kind of weird. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for letting the chauffeur speak. Uh, um, speaking of the chauffeur, mm-hmm. can I tell you what might be my guest moment of the evening, I suppose? Sure. We may have gotten some spoilers uh, about the end couple episodes of All Stars, the current season of Drag Race. And so, to avoid any more spoilers, we debated whether or not we should download the episode to watch in the car while Kick chauffeurs us. Which would have made us uh, rearrange all the packing in the car, load up the front passenger seat, and you would sit in the back. 
while he drives us while we watch our favorite TV show, which just seems a little abusive of our only straight. We decided he's put up with enough gay shit, and so we mm-hmm. are not watching Drag Race in the backseat. Instead, we're recording this episode for you folks. Mm-hmm. So you're welcome. Kick, did you have a gayest moment? Uh, no. Can you help me? <laughs> You sure did have a gayest moment. <laughs> we were talking about the people we'd put in our celebrity hot tubs. Oh, right. Celebrity hot tub being a list of celebrities we'd have sex with if given the opportunity. And we thought yours was a little too straight for our liking. <laughs> we we told him he had to add a man. Um, I chose Wayne Brady. <laughs> because... <laughs> known sex symbol. <laughs> known sex symbol. I don't know. He just seems fun and, and funny. And, you know, I, I dig that. He likes to laugh when he's getting penetrated. <laughs> <laughs> Does Wayne strike you as a total top? I, I'm, ask, I'm asking Mike. But <laughs> I no, I'd say no. Okay. So you think Wayne Brady's a bottom? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Would you rather top or bottom for Wayne Brady? Good good question. <laughs> How do you see this all playing out? <laughs> um, you know what? I'd probably bottom. <laughs> Would, will you use poppers? <laughs> Yes. If I can speak for Kick for a moment here, Kick's uh, whole philosophy on this is like, well, fuck, if I'm going to do it, I'm just going to go, I may as well go whole hog. Yeah? Oh, I said that. Yeah. I yeah. was like, you know what? If I'm in if I'm in this situation, I want to get the full shebang. <laughs> Fully shebang. Fully shebanged. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, well, so he's saying if he's gonna if he's going to try out being gay anyway, he might as well do something a little different. Cause With a big black cock. <laughs> you think Wayne's Brady's... Wayne's Brady is big. Yeah, <laughs> he might call his dick as Brady. <laughs> he's got some BDE. He's very confident. I do like that theory, though. That's like a good point of view. Like uh, straight men and tops already have a similar experience, so mm-hmm. uh, sexually, mm-hmm. often. So why not go yeah. full bottom and, and enjoy a totally different thing? Not to say straight people can't bottom. They sure can. They just yeah. do it less. And I mean, an anus is an anus, and I I am assuming kicks put it in a pooper or two. I'm sorry. Say that again. <laughs> 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 I said, and after, at the end of the day, an anus is an anus, and I assume he's already put it in a pooper or two. I don't know. Don't answer that question. Let the people wonder. Okie dokie. Um, <laughs> Cam, do you have a gayest moment to round us out, to add a third nah. leg to this gay triangle? Oh, I guess I do have one. Um, for the past hour before we recorded, I sat silently in the back seat and set up a a uh, shadow Twitter account that I'm going to use exclusively for porn because I'm tired oh. of searching for stuff that really does it for me and I'd rather have a curated list. Like my Tumblr used to be, which oh. I've spent the last year mourning. I have now moved on to Twitter for porn, so I guess I'm like the rest of society. Yeah, well, smart to have a shadow account. I just started following all kinds of things in my regular one and then I had to delete, delete Twitter altogether. It became a monster. I was like, I can't open this. I can't open this anywhere. <laughs> yeah, and I... I never open Twitter in public anyway. Um, but yeah, this is, uh, now I, I can, you know, have a list of people that I follow so I can, I can go search out just the exact kind of erotic content that I'm in the mood for. That's very good. Especially since we've had very spotty, infrequent service out here. So you had, you had a few minutes of internet and you were like, Uh what do I, what's a priority? Well, you know what? I've got fucking dick on the brain because I've been sharing a tent with you yahoos for the past four nights. And you're really horny because you'd like to suck our dicks? No, no, no. (laughs) Exact opposite. Really horny because I've had no way to sexually express myself. I have offered you lots of ways to sexually (laughs) express yourself. You haven't taken me up on them. Oh God. I I didn't wander into the woods to bust a nut alone. I just, I couldn't bring myself to do it. Anyway, that seems like plenty from Montana, which is shockingly lovely. I'm I'm not mad at Montana. It's like famously beautiful. I know, but I'm the beauty has to outweigh the like 
trappy factor in any place for me, and it really does. It's not like... Yeah, yeah because there's barely any fucking people here. That's what it's it is. It's a massive state with a million people sprinkled around, you know, unevenly. So you can really avoid the people if you yeah. want to. I mean, we've seen we've seen a couple MAGA hats and flags and stuff, but, like, it, it doesn't feel like the attitude. Even people who um, surely voted that way seemed, seemed friendly, and that's impossible. Oh, Those hey. two things can't exist together. <laughs> Hey, we went to the grocery store in Butte, Montana. The first person that we saw was wearing a pride flag button. Oh, yeah. And she worked there at the store. So, totally. hey. When we got uh, breakfast this morning, it looked very queer. The people around us, the little lodge restaurant we were in. It's, yeah. yeah there's... Went to a little crunchy little, uh, like, I don't know, campground in the woods near where we were staying. Not at the same campsite. And they had a... a cafe with plenty of vegan and vegetarian options it was delightful it's funny how those things get like married i feel like if there's vegan Hippie. and vegetarian options there's probably also oh. some gay people oh well, yeah <laughs> just a like i don't know if they're catering to a diverse crowd then you can expect you know to see someone who might like pitch for your team play for your team play for your team all right gentlemen uh, i think that's probably plenty before we venture off to our next recording in hopefully Wyoming. We'll be in Wyoming again tomorrow, yeah? Yeah, we'll be there for a big portion of the day. So either Montana or Wyoming, we'll uh, come back at you for a final installment of MBFJ on the road. Listen, there's something we've been missing, but I'm worried that this just might cross the line. See you laughing, you touch me, and I feel it go right through me. This chemistry's driving me out my and we're rolling. Welcome back to MBFJ on the Road. This is Cam reporting to you live from Wyoming. The people know who you are. Oh, well. Um, this is Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Hypocrite. Who dat? This is Mike. Okay, now you're just confusing the people. That was kick. As you probably know, by the end of this episode, like Cam said, we're in Wyoming just a few hours out from our uh, return to Denver. Thank goodness, because, uh, you know, driving north to south through Wyoming is not the most thrilling drive of all time. No, but Montana still, I, I really believe, is a gorgeous state, and it's worth driving through Wyoming to get there. Hey, Wyoming is Brokeback Country, right? Is that where that movie takes place? Either here or Montana, one of the two. So, mm -hmm. you know, keep your eye out for Ennis and whatever the other one's name was. Oh? Ennis, wasn't that one of them? I have no idea. I'm I pretty know sure Heath Ledger names. was Ennis... You don't. You didn't know they had names in the movie. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you to I save my life. I just can't quit you. I wish I knew how to quit you. Would you be in Mexico, Jack Twist? But you didn't want it, Ennis. So what we got now is Brokeback Mountain. Did you? You've seen the movie, though, right? Yes, of course I've seen the movie. Okay, well, um, the fact that you didn't know actually, they had names begs the question. Last time I watched it, I think was when the first two weeks I met Michaela. <laughs> the whole two weeks we watched Brokeback Mountain. No, within <laughs> oh, the right, first two weeks. Oh, right, it was in the journal. Yeah, it was. I remember this. Um, anywho, you guys what? drank Menage a Trois. We did. And, and then, watched Brokeback. And not a week later, I had a menage a trois. Not even a week later. Something like that. Anyway, our bags are full of the smokiest clothing. Um, Would we you say that our bags are packed and we're ready to go? Bags are packed, ready to go. Is that it? Yeah. Uh, yep, I would say that. Um, <laughs> last night we were in Bozeman, Montana, which, again, adorable. Bozeman is so freaking cute. So cute. I really want to go back to Jackson and Bozeman and explore both those little towns a little bit more. Um, don't say that I need to spend a lot more time in Wyoming, but Jackson for sure, and then uh, Montana, like you said. The, um, so much more to see. Bozeman, we stayed at a... Bozeman. 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 <laughs> stayed at a lovely little hotel, and we're uh, taken care of by the hostess with the mostest... <laughs> some some gentleman working the front desk at our hotel named Blaine. Was, was it a, Blaine? Yeah, it was... Barry? I think, B B Blair. Blair. The Blair or Blaine? Blaine. 
Um, he was the overnight staff, and uh, yeah, we were sitting outside last night playing cards, and he lit us a fire. He turned on music. He wanted to bring the party. Blaine? He gave us le quoi. He did. Le quoi, quoi embosement. Now, I'm, I'm shocked that we haven't brought this up yet because of the, um, you know, relevance with the trip we just took. Camp on Awana, salute your shorts. <laughs> It feels like we've missed the opportunity to talk about it, but I'm grateful to Blaine because I, this is very niche, mm-hmm. very, very niche. But if anyone remembers the Halloween episode of Salute Your Shorts um, with Zeke the Plumber. Friends call me Zeke. Zeke the Plumber? Smart kid. This horrifying man in a mask who had his nose chopped off or something strange. It was a very scary episode for a kid's show. Blaine looked just like Zeke the Plumber. He was much friendlier, but like oh. <laughs> the spitting image, unfortunately. Um, Blaine had a nose. It had nothing to do with the nose getting Your chopped off. Your encyclopedic knowledge of children's programming from the 90s boggles the mind. Well, it just sticks in your head, you know? Some things just... Not... I mean, I mean it was a scary episode, dude. Yeah. We're, oh, speaking of dude, were you a hey dude? Oh, I loved hey dude. It oh, was it hey was second to salute your shorts, but it was good. I, w- I see. Now Salute Your Shorts was second to Hey Dude for me. Uh, question, Kick, did you have any of these shows in the UK? In Wallasey? I have no idea what are you talking about. <laughs> Which is 80% of the trip so far. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you watch growing up? Uh, we watched Carded Network, like Dexter's Lab. Okay. Um, uh, hey Arnold was on. We had um, Sesame Street. <laughs> How old were you when you were watching Sesame Street? It's, it feels like Harold and Sesame Street aren't, aren't for the same um, age group. Um, I have no idea. 14? <laughs> 14. Uh, very limited programming over there in the UK. It's something we don't talk too much about. <laughs> BBC now presents Sesame Street. For teenagers. The Adult Hour. <laughs> David Otherburn. <laughs> Sesame Street. <laughs> anyway, we wrapped up the trip in a way we love. We, we did some bowling, which we had been hankering for the whole time. On this trip, we mini-golfed. We bowled. We played dominoes. We played carts on carts on carts. I lost almost every game we played, but I had a lovely time. And your virginity. And my virginity. Mm-hmm. Guess which hole. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to get kicked up by who's in my mouth, but he flat out refused. He didn't ask me. <laughs> Was I asleep? <laughs> Nothing good's gonna come out of the rest of this conversation, so I think we should um, call it a day, call it a trip, call it an episode. We call it an episode. Tastes like an episode, looks like an episode, smells like an episode. Certainly smells like an episode. <laughs> Must be an episode. Hey, before we go, did we hear from any listeners this week? Oh, we heard from a bunch. A bunch? Uh, well, we have a review here I'd like to read from Hazafrats. Says, oh, Hazafrats. Hazafrats. <laughs> Um, very entertaining, Mike and Cameron. Really fun to listen to. The format is great, and I really enjoy listening whenever I'm on a long road trip. Ah! Uh, uh. Or mowing the lawn. LOL. But we didn't <laughs> mow the lawn. Um, I'm so glad you both decided to do this, and I hope there are many spin-offs. I mean, tally them up. We've mentioned at least 14. Also, a correction to make. Uh, thank you, Jocelyn, on Instagram. I said... Jocelyn Fox? Jocelyn Fox. Or Jocelyn The Shit. famous drag queen. No, uh-huh. not that Jocelyn. Another Jocelyn. Mm-hmm. She said... Uh, it's not oral, it's auto-rhinolaryngologist. I believe I said over and over again, oral-rhinolaryngologist. And auto-rhinolaryngologist is easier to say and makes more sense because auto refers to the ears, rhino refers to the nose, and laryngo refers to the throat. So thank you for that correction and apologies for making everyone a little more stupid. Auto-rhinolaryngologist. Auto-rhinolaryngologist. 
otorhinolaryngologist. You got it. Otorhinolaryngologist. Thanks, Jocelyn. And we will leave it there for now. Cam, if the people want more of a Best Friends Journal, where can they find us? On IG at MBFJ Podcast. Send us a message there. You can also email us at mybestfriendsjournal at gmail.com or check out our website at mybestfriendsjournal.com. As always, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, well done, as always. Kick, any last words for the folks? Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for having me, boys. It was lovely. Alrighty, boys, that does it for this week. Until next time, always remember... Of all the men in all the world, Kick would like to fuck Wayne Brady. Actually, Kick would like Wayne Brady to fuck him, I believe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's such a little bottom. couple of sausages <laughs> close to my face please have you ever seen that meme where someone put a flashlight over a have muffler? you ever seen a meme with a flashlight in a scene <laughs> down by the bay down by the bay give me posh london all right <laughs> oh wow that was nice